From MyLocalBowlingGreen.com, this is Commonwealth in the Age of COVID. These are the stories impacting our community during the global pandemic. I'm your host, Matt Pinnell. Since the first case of coronavirus in the U.S. was confirmed in February of this year, restaurants and food businesses around the country have been affected in various ways. As the virus continues to spread, we've asked Heather McGuffey of Teresa's Restaurant to share how they are surviving in these trying times. So how's business going? Uh, it started off a little rough, but you know, since then it's it's picked up every week. I think it's just become a new. When market. did it start? When did it start rough? Like second week of March? Uh, I think it was actually third week. Okay. Yeah. How did you find out about all this? Like, when's the first time you heard coronavirus or COVID nineteen? Do you remember hearing it? Well, I'd say it was a couple weeks before we actually got shut down. Probably sometime in February, I would say, first time I heard about it. And did you see any of the customers drop off before? No. So people were coming in. Yeah. Yeah. That Saturday um, was just like a normal Saturday. Uh, that, that week was the week that we really started getting nervous about them shutting down. We came back in that Monday. It was, it was all, almost just like a record Monday for us. Um, just shy of just a few hundred dollars actually for our record Monday and, sh- and couldn't open the doors Tuesday. What do you think? Do you think people just came in because they're like, oh, this is it. Yeah. Gotta go before. I don't really know. I really think that uh, just around here, people probably didn't uh, uh, take it as serious as it already was at sure. that point. You know, it's, they were still going about their normal life. And so, how did you pivot right away? Because that Monday it shuts down. How long until you figured it out? This is what we have to do to at least keep the money coming through to keep this open. Well, uh, like I said, the first couple of weeks it was rough. We, we, we lost money the first couple of weeks um, just trying to figure out the inventory levels, uh, the payroll, this and that. Um, we kept three employees. No, two employees, sorry, full-time, plus myself, um, throughout the whole thing. Uh, you know, I think we would have been okay if we we didn't roll into your quarterly taxes and all that stuff from the mm-hmm. prior when you was making this and now you're making this and still have to pay for sure. what you did the quarter before. But uh, it, it took a few weeks, I would say, to figure out how to maintain a... A flat level there. And trying to figure out how much inventory is going to cost right now is another pain in the neck. Yeah, yeah. It's still a pain in the neck. Every day, every day I talk to my sales reps about this and that. They keep me informed on beef, on paper products, anything that's looking like it's about to change drastically. They let me know. I try to order a little bit ahead um, Mm -hmm. if something's going to go skyrocket. It's like playing the commodities market. Yeah. You're trying to figure out what's cattle going to be in the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know. How much has it gone up? Uh, well, you know, we really haven't seen a huge spike in the beef products yet. We actually, uh, it was, it's really crazy, but when this first happened, we've seen crazy spikes in, like, our eggs. Okay. Um, I don't, I couldn't even tell you a percentage, but I can tell you that... We went from paying somewhere around $18 a box to almost $70 a box for uh, same eggs. 
And, and out of the blue, uh, none of the sales reps could even explain why That's the crazy. spike was on eggs because there wasn't a shortage on chickens or eggs or anything at that point. Just Do you think people were trying to gauge that it's going to be a run on everything? Because there was a run on it in the grocery stores too, correct? Yes, yes. And so, and then with paper, of course, toilet paper, we had a run on everything and now yeah. you have a, yeah. so. You know, I did, I did order um, some extra box of toilet paper when this first took place, but of course we haven't sure. had customers or anything, so we haven't used any. So we and have from what extra. I understand, that toilet paper is in abundance, <laughs> like the restaurant uh -huh. and yeah. all that. And so that's not an issue. It's the you're at home kind of thing. Yeah. Now that's the other thing that a lot of people are dealing with in restaurants. I, I just talked to a farmer today, not, I didn't do an interview, but I talked to him. He's like, one of our biggest clientele are the restaurants. And that's now all gone. My home orders are up, but my restaurants are down. Is that kind of translated in people who come in and daily purchases? Or are you still, are you starting to see people come back and buying from you for takeout? Um, yeah, like I said, the, you know, you, you've seen a huge drop on the first two to three weeks. Um, people, I guess, trying to figure out what the new lifestyle is going to be. But, um, you know, the last six to eight weeks, I think it's become a new norm for people. I think people has adapted to this um, curbside pickup, takeout orders now. And it's, um, you know, it's like a, you know. Uh, it's your new habit now, you know, it just, it's just the way you do it now. Uh, and I think now, like I said, I, I think, I think people, it's just, it's just their new way to figure it out and uh, adapt it to it. And the last six to eight weeks has been pretty decent. In full disclosure, I helped set you guys up on online ordering, but did you ever think Teresa's would be an online ordering? No, and it's like I told Matt, I'm telling you, I still, I mean, we're, we've only, this is our only third day live. Mm -hmm. um, and we're, we're we're not taking off like um, the donut shop or anything, sure. which which I told Matt I I, I didn't think we would, mm -hmm. um, because of the type of food we are, the hours that sure. we are, stuff like that. So, and probably customers, um, typically who go for this comfort food and all that, they're usually not techie. Whereas the donut shop has a bunch of college students. Yeah. I mean, yeah. let's be yeah. let's be straight up about that. Yeah. Uh, so. Our first day, um, we was like six orders, uh, or, or six online orders. Um, second day was six, and today we've only done three. But you know, it's I think uh, I think anything extra at this point is, sure. is a good thing. Um, and, and like I told Matt, I, I didn't think it was going to be a huge, big thing for us. Sure. But, I, I, I like just it. another way yeah and i like it so yeah and i think it's just uh as time goes on because uh the one thing that i've started studying like a nerd 1918 they yeah. had everyone <laughs> started opening up again yeah and then they had a second wave yeah. and so it's good to already have hey yeah. don't forget if, so if it, something happens you still can online order call in yeah. have and, all that as and, an option and, and i think it's definitely something we're going to keep uh, going through even when we do open next week just because um, I, I think a lot of um, our younger customers are going to continue to use it um, instead of coming in and sitting down you know the, the, the older generation like to come in sit down drink their sure. coffee and stuff like that the, you know, the younger generations is on the go on the go on the go they're more technology savage so you know they're 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 just I think it's gonna still be 
how are you, benefit to us. How are you going to run the restaurant? I see the caution tape. Yeah. I see everything kind of so, set up. So that's basically what we're going to start doing today, tomorrow, Saturday. We're going through. Um, we we can seat almost 300 people full capacity in here. So at 33%, we're you know going to be down to 85 so people. Um, we took uh, I think 18 tables out total. We're going to close the conference room off, which takes away another. 35 seats. Um, each table's uh, six foot apart, and uh, the tables we haven't removed, we put caution tape over them where we know that we can't allow customers to sit there to keep it six foot apart. Um, but we have, we're gonna have sanitation, uh, our sanitizing tables set up, uh, at, I think four different areas in the restaurant to allow the employees and the customers to use it. You know, keep our mask on, Sure. Take our temperature. Sure. Yeah, we have uh, marks on the floor for the checkout area. Um, but yeah, it's a it's going to be a whole new learning experience on a daily basis. For it's everybody. a lot of expense to have reduced amount of people. So I think a lot of people are wanting it to go back to normal, but we're not able to go back to normal yeah. until we have a vaccine or you know all that. So. Are you just prepared for preparing for the next year? Is that a, how you got to look at yeah, it? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we're we're going to start off. Um, all, all the waitresses are coming back next week. We are gonna we're going to keep two people off in the kitchen um, for the first week and see how busy we're going to be. Sure. Um, because e even back back in our normal days, what, what you call normal now. Um, we, we was a little short-handed anyways sure so it may offset that now to where we're we're going to be at lower capacity so we might actually be where we needed to be with our employees at this point so we're going to wait and see how next week goes and then hopefully the week after we're going to bring the other two back and, and and go on and hopefully like i said we we can still see quite a bit of people so i'm hoping that that'll you know get us where we need to be anyways how can how can people help during this time? Just come come get takeout, come sit down. You know, to... Honestly, uh, we we've been pretty pretty blessed with the the turnout that we've had over the last um, how many weeks now? 12, 11 weeks, whatever it's been. And uh, you know, we'd like to we'd like to um, stay where we're at with the takeout and the curbside and all that. You know, it's been a it's been a learning experience, but we've, we've all caught on to it now, and we've got it down pat, I think, and it's working out great. And hopefully bringing the waitresses back, we can uh, attend to the customers out there, and you know the rest of us will keep doing the takeout, and uh, I hope the online will pick up a little bit where we can you know, do a little more takeout orders. Sounds good. Thank you, Heather. Yeah. That's it for this episode of Commonwealth in the Age of COVID. Do you have a story you want to share with us? Email us at bylocalbg at gmail.com. Join us this Friday as Craig Widener, teacher at Bowling Green High School, is our guest. Be sure to like and subscribe to all our social media platforms, as well as follow our podcast on the app you are listening to. We hope you have a great week and stay safe, Kentucky.